What we learned from the metaphor of the chariot that even though all jivas, particularly in this, we are talking about the human beings, they all have the body, the senses, mind, intellect. But those jivas who do not think in the right way, their minds are not under their control, and so also the senses. And even though this human birth is meant for liberation, but they remain only in samsara bondage. On the other hand, those jivas who really know the purpose of life Everything, then what happens? So, Advanaha Paramapnoti, such an individually rare only, but such a jiva goes beyond the samsara bandhanam. And Tad Vishnoho Paramam Padam Apnoti, that person attains the supreme abode of the Vishnu. And here Vishnu means Sarva Vyapi, all pervading reality. And the Padamina is not somewhere to go, but it is his own true nature. This Padam, earlier it was indicated by Om, and some aspects were also pointed out. Now the following two mantras speak about this Param Padam. And these two mantras are rather subtle. We'll see one mantra and see the translation and then see the next one. After reading both, then we'll see the meaning. It is said, Indriya Bhyappara Hyarthaha Arthebhyascha Paramanaha Manasastupara Buddhihi Buddheratma Mahanparaha what he said, param padam they up, they reach. Param is the supreme. Now, we do not know what the supreme is. So this uh, supreme nature is pointed out first from the relative standpoint. One thing, then what is higher than that, then they have the gradation of higher and higher, and subtler and subtler. And we are taken to the highest point. Like even if somebody is a mountaineering person, he goes a mountain peak. Immediately doesn't go. Slowly, slowly, higher and higher they reach. So here the peak of supremacy will reach. So start from Indriyas. Said Indriyabhyaha Parahi Artha. As compared with our sense organs, first I will give the literal translation. As compared with the sense organs, the eyes, ear, etc., the five of them, the objects is called artha. Literal meaning is artha, but we will see what is the meaning. 
artha means the objects so one says sense organs and you are going to objects of the senses but what is meant by that we will see it is said the objects are higher subtler para than the senses acha this is very first point fight is little difficult only to understand indriyabh parahi artha arthebhyasya param manaha and superior to greater higher subtler than these arthas the mind arthebhyasya param manaha manasastu para buddhi intellect is still higher higher than the mind subtler than the mind up to that also we understand all right but then next he said buddhehe atma mahan paraha now it is said greater than this intellect mahan atma is greater but here also even that mahan atma is not what is called indicated by that om paramatma what is this mahan atma as i said we will see the translation first so is it this mahan atma is the final now is no no mahataha param avyaktam higher than this mahat tattva mahan atma is avyaktam unmanifest unmanifested of the whole creation is that final is a no avyakta purusha paraha still higher is the param purusha param purusha paramatma have you reached the final yes is there something even beyond the param purusha is a purushan param kinchit beyond this param purusha there is nothing means other than purusha there is nothing huh? because otherwise somebody say beyond the purusha there is nothing means nothingness is greater no but <laughs> nothingness cannot be a thing anyway so where we say arthantaram nasti other than the purusha there is nothing means purusha 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 alone is there sa kashtha sa paragati that is a final limit kashtha parakashtha the peak of that you know the, the gradation the ends there so senses the objects the mind then buddhi then mahanatma avyakta and avyaktat purusha para this we have to remember and this param purusha is our own nature and there what we have to realize it now let us see here go back see whenever we see or hear the sense organ and sense objects our idea of sense organ this eyes ear nose that is right but these are only golakas as far as the physical body 
these indriyas or golaka they are called apertures the locus but the sense of organs which pursue the object is still subtler only because we know even a deaf person also has got these ears or not this the ear is there but can't hear and sometimes some people have got tongue and they can't taste anything so what is that because of the perhaps taste that is very subtle anyway even if you just take understand now only these sense organs and the sense objects which are pointed out whenever we use the word sense objects as objects these how many objects are there there are countless isn't it but vedanta does not say like that it says there are only five sense stimuli i call only tanmatra there are only five see food item can be innumerable but all of them will fall only in one category called rasa taste we can see innumerable objects we got color forms and all that but everything is only form rupa and that is called indriya artha and that indriya artha is nothing but tanmatra is the that alone is and that is the property of the elements now you see the world what we see in the gross form is made up of five elements space air fire water earth but these when they first manifest they always manifest only subtler form and we can know that any action also we perform even at physical level first it comes only in the form of a thought is always subtle only and then only the manifestation is there so every element space air fire water earth is called bhuta pancha mahabhutas and each one has got its own property which is very very subtle shabda is of aakash sparsha touch is of the vayu like that it goes on now this bhutatmak that's what is meant by earth not this material physical gross objects what we are seeing those arthas they are very subtle now when it is a param higher 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 means what higher greater subtler more pervasive and the most important pratyagatma bhuta that is interior interior closer and closer come to us now we are only seeing our only this physical body alone and like this but what is still interior to it we do not know all that so our this upanishad is taking us this inner journey you are going out they say brahman is guha hitam so it taking you inside you start 
from the sense organs. Now, even those sense organs also subtler aspect. These are in the physical body what we have got the grosser aspect of it. But what we find, the sense organ is the perceiver and the Shabda Sparsha, they are perceived. But here it is strangely said, what is perceived is greater than the perceiver here. That's what the point is. Indriyabhi parahi artha. That is more Vyapakam. So Bhagavan has said in the commentary also that these Vishayas, they are there. They said, uh, in the thought form it is said in this way, they thought if there is no one to perceive us, what is the use of our being there? <laughs> Shabda is there but nothing to perceive then. Hindi mein they sing, jungle mein more nacha, kisne dekha? A peacock alone dance in the forest, yes, but who saw it? So, because uska dance bekar gaya. And that's why whenever you organize any program, why do you organize program? Because, so that people come to know, we have to do advertisement and everything. So it is this way, the Shabda thought, we are talking as, like a person, that if nothing is there to pursue, how my presence will be felt? That Sukshma Bhuta only the ear came. Interesting, the Shabda is the Vishaya, the Guna, Tanmatra of Akasha. And the ear also comes only from that Akasha Tattva. So why the Indriyas are there? To pursue the objects. So, so objects become the cause for their creation, for the creation of the senses. So they become cause. I experience one thing. I used to go to somebody's house, little child. Now, nowadays what they call nuclear families. Only husband, wife, one child. So only when they are there, the child is pampered a lot. Because whole attention is there. But then what happened? I went, Swamiji, Swamiji. Now, so they start paying more attention to me. But I suddenly found the child was crying or creating all commotion are going after that mother. You know, I, I said, why? The point was, he felt jealous. <laughs> that they are giving attention to me. What about, he was only getting attention. So this is called attention-seeking tactics. So then what happened? Then I also said, but you see now what, what does he want? You know? Because this is the problem with sannyasis who live alone, alone, you know. They are very good as long as they are alone. 
they can't live with the, the, the household and their children and all that. No patience at all. Anyway, that's a different matter now. The point was, so his <laughs> all crying, weeping, commotion is only to attack. So the sense objects also thought. If nobody to perceive, what is the use? So the sense organs came. Ear for the sound and touch for the touch. Shabda, Sparsha, Rupa, Rasagan. This is Bhuta Sukshma. Huh? This is not what material objects we mean by that. And also, why it is said? Because every sense organ has got the ability to perceive only one sense object. Right? Now, even if you take it at a grosser level, our eyes, even this, they perceive. But can these eyes perceive all forms, all colors? How much sound is there in this world? Do we know? Only our human ears, only up to certain frequency we can hear. The dogs and all that, their ability more. Even the smell, the dog's smell capacity is, he can smell the cloth and catch the man also then, <laughs> who was wearing that one. And the ant, the most wonderful, the ant. From where do they come there? And one man put, you know, sugar in a bottle and label was salt. Somebody said, why put the sugar there? And why are putting the label salt? He said to cheat ants. Now can you cheat the ants by putting the label they are going to read your level? They will understand your level of thinking. <laughs> How do you go? My point is, even in this way also if you look at, the objects are subtler only because they are more vapor. What our eyes can see, even with all these so many gadgets, like microscope, telescope and all those, they have got limited scope only. So that way also it is actually more vapakam. So para artha means, the arthas are the causes for the sense organs to exist. Right? Otherwise, we would not have known them. And if some organ is there, we would be wondering what it is because it is not doing any function. <laughs> what it is? Indriya Abhya Parahi Arthaha. The Sukshma Tattva only. Now, Arthe Bhyascha Param Manaha. The Mana Tattva. Again here when we say manaha, as we understand our mind, manute anena, that by which we think, we have got a sankalpa, a thought, a wish, a desire, an idea, all that which comes, then contrary thoughts also, right? This mana shabdena, again bhuta sukshma only indicated. That subtler aspect of the elements only pointed out. And this mind 
is subtler than that. Because it is the total aggregate of all the elements then. This Vishaya, we don't have to go too much into it here. But even if you just see, each sense organ can perceive one sense object, but isn't it true that mind is connected with all of them? So you can say mind is greater than the senses, mind is greater than these objects also. Right? So this mana sankalpa vikalpatmaka manha, by the word what is said, by the word mind, this subtler aspect of the element only is pointed out first. But even if you understand as it is, then we know our mind is connected with all the five sense organs and our mind can experience all the five sense objects. It is interesting that food which you eat, huh? now even if you take uh, what you call the shikanjvi, Kanji, water, the lime, you know, then sugar, salt, some masala, and you put, and all things are experienced at the same time. Saltiness, sweetness, sourness, everything also. So the mind is wonderful. So when you say param is higher, greater, subtler, more pervasive and more inside, interior, pratyagatma, closer and closer, closer. That means what? We have to bring our mind, later on Bhagavan will say that, shifting the attention from the object, the senses and come to the mind. But mind also is not final thing. Manasastu para buddhi. Buddhi is called Adhyavasayatmika Nishayatmika. Earlier also we had seen the mind only coordinating factor and the, all the data is given to the intellect. And that buddhi is deciding factor. This is how our body politic works. Uh, but here also by buddhi, shabda, again the subtler aspect, elements only we have to understand that. But sometimes you know, we may not understand the importance of that point so much. It doesn't matter. But this we can understand. The senses are there, they perceive the object. Yes, yes. And the mind is greater than that. Yes. Because our sense organs can perceive only what is directly in front of us. But our mind can go even the past also. It can remember the past experiences also and all that. Buddhi can go even in future. Uh, Buddhi's ability is much more than the mind. So therefore, greater than the individual mind is the individual Buddhi. Now it is said, Greater than this individual intellect is Mahan Atma. This is something we have to understand. This Mahan Atma is what is called as total intellect. 
Sometimes this Mahanatma is indicated by the word Mahatatvam. Total intellect. What is total intellect? See, Gurudev has explained in his commentary, uh, uh, you know, it's a very beautiful commentary on Kathopanishad. Our Gurudeva has written that he explained one point so beautifully that every individual thinks that when a thought comes to his or her mind, that person thinks it is my original thought. But there is no such thing as original. Huh? Everything exists in the totality. Your mind, it may have come now, but it is not your own. You may have even intellectual copyright and this and that, you may say. I got copyright. The other man says, I got right to copy. Now what can you do? Take him to the court and all that. And they say, please, please pay him 500 rupees, that's all. And Swamiji gave the example. You see, when there was no outside some inventions, that thought was never in the mind. First came the radio, like, then television, right? Then the plasma TV also. And now internet. And this, I tell you, this internet is a very good example of total mind and total intelligence. Very, very little, of course. And that's why whenever you want to know anything, you just Google and then you put and then something from where it comes. And why all people are giving so much importance to social media? Because the so-called individuals, their minds are made, their thoughts are made only by social media. And that's why you find the same joke keeps on circulating. You say, this uh, video has gone viral, this uh, thought has gone viral, what viral? It is going on and on and one passing by here. You see, total. Our minds, that's why so much money is spent on advertisements. So much campaign. So many slogans. Because that only makes our mind. We think it is our intellect individually. And that's why one very interesting thing you will find in the Puranas that when one person asks a question to the Guru, the Guru says, similar question was asked earlier by such and such person to this. Huh? And the answer was given, now nah, I will tell you. What? So you don't have such a bright idea that you are the only one who thought for the first time. I remember sometimes some young man used to go to Gurudev and used to give some idea about this social change or anything like that or bringing science and spirituality together. Swamiji has the inimitable style of answering. He said, my dear, I started this work when your parents had not even met each other. <laughs> So, that means, you think you are giving very 
very new and novel and such idea and all that. But, and himself never took the credit. He said, this is what the, the eternal message of the Upanishad that is coming. Yeah. Therefore, what is said, this individual intellect, higher than the individual intellect, is a total intellect. Thanks for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you heard and would like to receive future episodes straight to your phone, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Or even better, leave us a rating and review to increase our visibility. We'd love to hear from you on what you'd like to hear next. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content, on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind through meditation, or explanations of our scriptures in plain English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.